listening to the Garage Guys Fantasy Sports Podcast. My people, my people, you made it back. Welcome. It's Garage Guys Fantasy Sports Podcast. Woo! It is officially 420. So you're listening to this right now. It is the national holiday for every pothead that you know. They are definitely stoned somewhere in America. Um, We have a killer show for you guys. Before we get started, Garage Guys Fantasy Sports is brought to you by Rotoballer.com. Rotoballer is your one-stop shop for all things fantasy sports. Whether you're playing DFS, tournaments, whatever it may be, get over there. Get a subscription to premium content. Right now, MLB is popping. Got some of the best analysts in the industry over there at Rotoballer. And, of course, come and visit my work. With the NASCAR team, DFS NASCAR, it's me, Scott Engel, Sean Engel, and Dan Dobish. We are killing it, as always, and we have a very big announcement that I'm going to get into when the show starts. We're also brought to you by Official Goat Gear. Official Goat Gear is one of the coolest new shirt companies for sports lovers everywhere. Literally, they have shirts for all of the greatest of all times you can think of, all the way from Tom Brady to LeBron James, to Michael Jordan, Drew Brees, Aaron Rodgers. I'm sure they'll have a Patrick Mahomes one before long, but I'm telling you, I rock official GOAT gear. Everyone that's in the Garage fam needs to be rocking official GOAT gear, and now you can if you get over to officialgoatgear.com. Use promo code GARAGE at checkout, and you'll save 10% off your order. So officialgoatgear.com, promo code GARAGE, rotoballer.com, NASCAR content, promo code GARAGE, 10% off of both of those. Big shout-outs to our sponsors, as always. Love you guys, and love the Garage fam, which is why we bring these awesome promotions for you guys. So you're listening right now, and you can you know, get like the Garage squad. You can do your thing, always. That's what we're here for. It's what we want to do. Um, we have a great show lined up. I'm going to be doing a little bit of NFL talk. The schedule has been released. We're getting into that. Um, A lot of other cool little content came along with the schedule release. Um, And then some other NFL news. And for most of you wondering right now, they're like, Chase, you don't sound like you're in the cloud. And that is because I am not in the cloud, but I plan on getting to the cloud during this episode live. You guys are going to get to experience it. And I'm going to do it once we start Garage Talk. We are going into a 420-themed garage talk. We're going to be talking all the best movies. I'm going to be talking about the best snacks, the coolest things to do while you're visiting the cloud or the universe or whatever the hell you want to call it. When you're high as fuck, these are the cool things to watch, to eat, and to do. And I'm going to tell you all of that from the cloud personally. So... 
so that we can get to that level, I'm not sure where your head is right now. Um, I'm in a clear space, so I'm going to go ahead and talk about some of the things. Clear space needs to be talked about. First things first, big announcement. Um, I tweeted out earlier today some of the things that were going to be going down in this episode, and the big announcement is here. I've kind of hinted at it you know, a little bit here and there. The previous podcast talked about it, that I'm going to be going to Talladega. I'm going to be going to the race. I'm going to be doing some cool stuff there, getting some content for you guys. Big announcements here. Next weekend, I'm going to get to experience Talladega like I've never experienced it before. And it's all because of the guys at Rotoballer. I have so much to thank them for, for hooking this up, helping me out, get to this point. Um, just for me personally, as you know, a fantasy analyst, as a person, um, you guys know that I, I drop the show for you every week. We have different guests on. Um, we've had some regulars, you know, and, and I do the show alone from time to time. And that's what we're rolling with for this week. But I've, I've been busting my ass and I'm grinding and that's just the kind of person that I am. And, and, you know, I'm, I'm firm believer in going after what you want out of life and not giving a fuck about what anyone or anyone says at all. I don't care what people think what I'm doing. It it doesn't matter. And ever, I feel like everyone should be that way because if you're passionate about something, don't let somebody else hold you back from doing what you love. Um, but it's been a hell of a journey for me for the past year and a half. And I'm going to get to experience Talladega the first time from the pits. That's right. I have media credentials for the race through Rotoballer. So I will be there doing content for Rotoballer. I'm going to be interviewing drivers. I'm going to be literally in the infield and on pit road all weekend long trying to do the most for you guys, delivering videos, going to be doing some audio content. So I'll have some of that audio content for us on the Garage Guys Fantasy Sports Podcast. So that will be there. And then we'll have videos as well. And those videos will be produced under Rotoballer. So we'll have them on Rotoballer's YouTube. So if you haven't yet, you need to get over to Rotoballer. Follow all their social media accounts. You can find them on Twitter at Rotoballer. Follow the NASCAR, uh, the NASCAR page at NASCAR DFS. Yes, we literally own NASCAR DFS. That's how popular Rotoballer is now. We own NASCAR DFS. That's like prime real estate. Everybody knows it's, it's real estate, real estate, real estate. We own that. We got that locked up. Go follow it. Um, and like I said, not even only NASCAR, there's, you know, fantasy football, basketball, baseball, they've got everything. So Roto Baller, it's been a hell of a, you know, a ride with them. And I've only been with them since the middle of, you know, the 2018 NFL season. So I'm just super grateful to be a part of that team and that family over there. Um, and uh, I'm looking forward to a hell of a long run with them. Um, they've embraced me as, you know, just me being who I am. And, you know, that says everything to me. And that lets me know 
you know, that, that I'm with the right team and I'm with the people I need to be with and I'm learning and, you know, I'm able to teach people some things, people teach me things. And that's the beauty of life in general is just learning from others and teaching others and just sharing knowledge and information and, and just being badasses. And that's what I love about the world. And that's why I'm excited about this journey, uh, you know, with me and my career in fantasy sports. So it's, it's fucking epic and I cannot wait to bring you guys this content. It's going to be awesome. And if you're not in a NASCAR, you're listening to this, this may be where that all changes because I have vowed to bring NASCAR back. So I have a lot of weight on my shoulders and I have a long trek ahead of me and I'm going to get it done one way or another because, you know, after really diving back into NASCAR and getting back into the sport, I have reinvigorated my love for it and I've realized why I loved it so much growing up as a kid and you know, you go back, Dale Earnhardt, Jeff Gordon days, the rivalry between them, they still literally fly their flags everywhere. Go watch the documentary Unrivaled. Um, it was a Fox original. If you go watch that and it doesn't like, you know, kind of like make you be like, oh, I remember that. That was that was awesome. That was fun. Like that. It, it really will. It'll kind of stir you up a little bit. You're like, okay, maybe I do want to pay a little bit more attention to this. You know, maybe I do want to see, you know, what it could be about. Because I'm telling you, watching it on TV, I get it. It can be boring as hell sometimes. And if you're not like me, it took me a long time. I remember, I remember being a kid, growing up, my dad would sit there and watch that shit all hours of the day when the race was on. And I'm like, oh my God, like how do you just sit there and watch this shit? Now I'm a grown ass man and I'm doing the same fucking thing because I get it now. And like, you know, I've I've tuned into it and I've really gotten, you know, a hold of it. So, but I would just recommend everyone at least go to one NASCAR race and go for the weekend, go camp, go stay in a tent, go stay in a camper, whatever you want to do, but be around other people that are fans, embrace the culture, and you're going to have a good fucking time, no doubt. If you get to go to Talladega and you get to do some of the things there are to do at Talladega, you will be mind blown because last year was really the first year that I got to experience what the real party scene was like, because growing up, you know, we kind of stayed close to like, you know, our campground or whatever. So I got to go actually it was two years ago, not last year, two years ago, me and a buddy of mine went and I really got to experience full force, what Talladega really is. And it was just groundbreaking shit. And I'm going to do my best to get video content for the garage guys page of the party scene at NASCAR. So I'm going to try to do what I can. Um, but I know for a fact that come October, when I go back, I will be able to get a full fledged video, um, and you know, high quality equipment, everything that I'm going to need to, to capture that stuff at night. So we got everything we need for the daytime capturing. I got to get my equipment game up so that I can bring you that nighttime high quality video. And that's what I'm going after. So I'm going to do everything I can to get as much of the party scene as I can for you guys. But there will definitely be the interviews, uh, you know, on the infield and pit road that will all be there. audio interviews. So we just have some great stuff coming and, uh, I'm going to get to meet a lot of people. I'm going to get to network and I'm going to grow this thing. And, you know, not only for myself, not for garage guys, but for Roto baller itself, you know, and, you know, it's just when you can do something that you're passionate about and you can help multiple people get stronger from it, I think that that's like the ultimate success. 
Like that is what it's all about. It's just helping anybody and everybody that comes in your path, whether it be a person, a business, whatever, like just spread that shit around and just keep it flowing because that is the game changing attitude, mindset, everything that you need to just be the most badass version of you that you can be. So as you can already tell, super hyped, super pumped. It's going to be great. And um, we'll have, uh, of course, next week is going to be the NFL draft episode. So we're going to be talking all things NFL draft on next week's episode. So I might drop a bonus podcast a couple of days after that that's going to have some of the interviews on it. I may wait till the week after just to, you know, recap it. And that is most likely what I'll do for like a garage talk. We'll still do a little garage talk and we'll have that audio thrown in there. But as always, you can go to our YouTube page at Garage Guy Sports and you can watch all of our videos right now. We have the one video of me interviewing the New Orleans designer Tavinci. So that's on there and you can watch that now. But just super excited. I'm loving the direction that, you know, I'm going in and that the, you know, the brand for Garage Guys is going in. And I just love you guys because you're the reason that I'm doing this is because I have people that enjoy the fucking wild, crazy shit that I do alongside of what everyone wants is the information, the fantasy, because you've, you've embraced my personality with the knowledge and the, and the, uh, the studying that I do with fantasy sports. So I thank you guys and just thank the garage fam. Love you guys. You guys are what keeps me rolling and keeps me going. I just have that drive and I want to spread that love. I want to spread that positivity, uh, fantasy Twitter community fucking dope. If you're not on Twitter and you listen to this, you need to get a Twitter and go check out all the people. I could literally name thousands of them. The beauty of it is we're going to have everyone that we can on our show leading up to the fantasy football season and even going through it. Um, this year is going to be all about the fantasy football Twitter community that I've become a part of, that Garage Guys has become a part of. So many great people, and we're going to make sure that we get all their names out there to you because those people are like, they've literally become my friends. I find myself spending more time talking to these people online than I do hanging out with the one to two friends that I may have now because they just when you start taking this stuff so seriously you zone in you dial in and you surround yourself with people that have the same interests as you so that you can become better and that's what life's all about so that's the beauty of it so as always so much great stuff is coming um just and again thank you all for listening to that for 14 whole minutes. <laughs> so rolling in NFL schedule is out. It's been released. Um, I've got to take a look. I got to take a look a little bit earlier at some of the schedules. And the one thing that I did notice is that a lot of people were talking about how hard the Oakland Raiders schedule is. So I took a look at it myself and you know, from the outside, like I, I definitely can see where there's going to be some some tough games. I mean, of course, you know, in the division itself in the West, with the you know the Kansas City Chiefs, and then you know the Broncos are there, but they're you know we we got Flacco there. There's some changes, so it's going to be a little bit different. And um, and then on top of that, you know, looking at um, who am I saying here the uh, the Chargers. You know, with Philip Rivers, 
They're going to be strong. They're out for vengeance and blood after last year. Phillip wants that ring. The you know the fan base they they're craving it. It's new, so just the West in general is going to be tough to deal with. Um, but going through the Raiders' schedule, they start out playing the Broncos week two. They've got the Chiefs week three. They've got the Vikings. So right out the gate, that's going to be you know the Broncos is kind of up in the air. But the Chiefs and the Vikings and then the Colts in week four and the Bears in week five. That's a really rough schedule for a team that is, you know, in a rebuild right now. Um, you know, Antonio Brown is there. A lot of the pressure is going to be on him. Um, you know, and with Derek Carr, it's just, it doesn't seem like there's a whole lot of fantasy name standouts there right now, you know, with Marshawn Lynch, depending on what happens with him. So it's just Antonio Brown, Derek Carr, really the big names there. And, and like, you know, they're just in this rebuild. So whatever that, you know, comes from the draft, that'll kind of be able to help determine a little bit of what needs to happen. We all know that Chicago game is going to be rough in week five. That's going to be a revenge game, quote unquote, revenge game for Khalil Mack. But I don't think there's any revenge because I think he's actually a lot happier that he's in Chicago now than chilling with the Raiders with the shape that they're in. After that, you got the bye week. Then they go, um, I want to say they go to Green Bay. Then they're going to be in Houston. Then they're going to be home for the Lions, the Chargers, the Bengals, the Jets. And then they're going to be, uh, they're actually going to be going away for the Jets in week 12. And then they're going to be away for the Chiefs in week 13. And with the Jets itself, like, where that's, another team that's kind of up in the air right now. The Bengals I'm not worried about. The Lions I'm really not worried about. Um, but still, all in all, like going into the ass end of the Raiders, you know, they, they kind of close out the season with the Titans, the Jags, and the Chargers and the Broncos. So, I mean, it does look like a pretty tough schedule as far as, you know, their division itself. But, you know, it's just it's going to take some time to see exactly what happens with them. We actually had some some action going on on Twitter talking about the Raiders and you know their running back situation, just their their team situation and all. And it's uh it's just going to be interesting. They're always going to be one of those teams to watch now, especially after last year and how horrible they were. Um, another team I'm excited about is the Jets actually, and I got to take a look at their schedule as well. Week one, they got the Bills. Week two, they got the Browns at home, which is going to be an electric game because this is like two shitty teams or past shitty teams that are possibly good now. I'm going to go ahead and and say that the Browns beat the Jets in week two just because that's like, I guess, my bias of just like the fact that OBJ and Jarvis Landry are on a team. But at the same time, really when I think about it, you know, Le'Veon Bell is there. Le'Veon Bell hasn't played in a year. Um, it's gonna be it's gonna be cool to see him back on the field, but I just think that the Browns have a stronger team at this point on paper. So, you know, we can make all the assumptions we want right now just because of how things are. You know, you never really know what's gonna happen or transpire. The, you know, injuries random stuff happens. The NFL is completely unpredictable, but for right now, sitting where we're at, I'm going to take the Browns in that one. And then they're going to the Patriots. They're going to be in new England. Then they have a bye week on four. They're going to be after that, they go to Philadelphia. Then they have the Cowboys, the Pats at home. Then they go to Jacksonville. Then they go to Miami. 
So they're going to stay in Florida for two straight weeks. Um, it's going to be fun to watch Adam Gase go back to Miami. I think the Jets will win that one easily. Uh, then they're going to be home against the Giants, which is going to be an epic game because it's like the battle of MetLife. So excited to watch that one. And then they're going to be traveling to Washington to play the Skins. Um, then they're going to have the Raiders at home. They're going to be going to Cincinnati. They're going to be home with the Dolphins. They're going to uh, Baltimore in Week 15, and then 16 they close it out. Uh, well, no, Week 16 they have the Steelers, and they're going to close out with the Bills. Um, that's another team. One other team, not the Bills, but another team I'm excited about is the Redskins. So I was looking at a website, and they were talking about strength of schedules. They actually say that based off of wins last year, that the Redskins had the weakest schedule. So I was, you know, very inclined to say, okay, um, let's go check out, you know, who are the Redskins playing. So week one, they're going to be playing in Philly. Then week two, they're going to have the Cowboys at home, which is always like the America's game, honestly. Um, week three, they have Chicago at home. That's going to be pretty tough. Uh, week four, they're going to New York. Easy. Week five, they have the Pats at home. You never really know what could happen there. Then they're going to go to Miami. Easy. They're going to have the the 49ers at home. Should be easy. Then they're going to Minnesota. That could be a tough game. Then they're going to Buffalo. Should be easy. They have the bye week in 10. The Skins do. And then they're going to have the Jets at home which could be a tough game. Not really sure what will happen there yet. The Lions should be an easy game. Uh, Then they're going to play the Panthers, which should be tough. They're going to be playing the Packers. Don't really know what's going to happen there. Uh, Then they're going to have Eagles at home and the Giants at home back-to-back. Should be easy. So, yeah, I guess after looking at this, it is a pretty easy schedule. They do play a few bad teams, but because it is an easier schedule, this means maybe we should dial in a little bit to some players that play for the Redskins because if they're going to have the weakest schedule, that should make more wins, which means more points. So maybe we should be paying attention a little bit more to this team and some of its players this year as far as who we're going to be drafting in fantasy. We all know Darius Geis is coming back. He's going to be a pretty hot pickup in dynasty league startups. Um, He's going to be hot in redraft. And so I, I'm going to go ahead and, and let you guys know that the way I feel about it, and I think this is pretty simple across the board, the team's got an easy schedule. You want players off that team. You want players that are going to succeed and do well. It's the easiest way to get it. It's almost like a cheat code. So then again, like you say, you never really know what's going to happen, how things are going to transpire. But looking off the percentage of wins last year, it's really not a bad strategy. Maybe in like a league that you're just like, whatever, I'll try it out this year and see what happens. I would recommend that. Like if you have a league that you're just kind of starting up and you're going to be like, I'm going to make this a test league this year. I'm going to see exactly if this theory can work. You know, what was it? Bill James did Moneyball with baseball where he put a computer algorithm in and stuff. You have to mix stuff up in fantasy football. There, I literally have about four or five burner leagues every year where I just test out different things just to see what works and what doesn't work. If I have a crazy idea one night while I'm in the cloud, I'm like, I want to try this this year. You know, I'll go ahead and write that down in a notebook. And then when, when draft season rolls around, we can start picking up players. I'll open up a burner league and I'll do it the way that I wanted it. And I'll try those things out. And then I can carry those in the next year 
after that into my real leagues if I like it or if I don't like it. So I would recommend everybody kind of try to do that, to sample around a little bit. Um, just a little quick tidbit idea that I had. Um, let's take a look at some of these other teams that I was checking out earlier. Um, I wanted to look at Kansas City's uh, schedule. So they're looking pretty they're, – they're sitting pretty – Honestly, uh, they got the Jags in week one. They're going to be in Jacksonville. Then they're going to be in Oakland. So that's two road games starting off the season. Then they're going to have Baltimore at home. We all remember that game from this past year. It was pretty exciting. Uh, then they're going to Detroit. Then they have the Colts at home, the Texans at home. Then they're going to Denver. They have Green Bay at home. They have Minnesota at home in week nine. Then they're going to be on the road again for two more weeks. Week 10 is the Titans. Week 11 is the Chargers. Then they have a bye in 12. Um, Then we got the Raiders at home. Then they're going to be in New England on the 14th of December. Or no, on December the 8th, week 14. They'll be in New England. It's always a fun, interesting game. We saw it last year. It's just cool to see the young guy and the old guy face off. Um, They have Denver at home. And then they're going to be in Chicago week 16. And they're going to close the season out playing the Chargers. So it is the Chiefs. I mean, they're 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 fast paced. You can't really go wrong with them. I'm uh I'm saying that's a pretty pretty simple schedule for for the team of that caliber. So nothing wrong there. Um, let's take another look at another one of these teams real quick that I wanted to talk about. Okay, yeah, Chargers. So stay in the West. So I've already covered the Raiders. I've covered the the, uh, the Chiefs. Now I'm going to go ahead and cover the Chargers. More big news for the Chargers this week. Baby blue uniforms are officially the home uniform of the Chargers now, which is electric, one of the sexiest jerseys in the league. No doubt about it. Um, and it's official. Now, I personally enjoy the color rush jerseys. I like the royal blue where the Chargers with the yellow. I think it just pops like a son of a bitch. I definitely have to get me a Hunter Henry or a Melvin Gordon jersey with that royal blue. But you can't go wrong with the baby blue either. So I, uh, I think it's cool that they're having to change a lot. Of, you know, the Jets are you know having a little reboot, so it's cool to see another team kind of follow that. Um, but uh, they're going to start off the season at home playing the Colts, then they're going to be traveling in week two to Detroit. They'll have the Texans at home. Then they'll be going to Miami. Then they're going to have the Broncos in week five, which will be the divisional game. Week six, they have the Steelers at home. And then week seven and eight, they're going to be away playing the Titans and the Bears. Week nine, they come back home to play the Packers. So it'll be cool to see Aaron Rodgers, Phillip Rivers doing their thing. Then they're going to be in Oakland in week 10. Week 11, they have, they're going to be hosting the Chiefs. Week 12, they have a bye. So the Chiefs and the Chargers will have the bye in 12. Um, then they're going to be on the road right after the bye. Denver, Jacksonville. Then in week 15, they're going to have Minnesota. Then they're going to be home with the Raiders and then away with the Chiefs for the last game of the season. Uh, that last game really doesn't make a damn anyway, so... I'm going to just toss that one in the back window. Um, so let's see here. Saint schedule. Last one I'm going to go over in full. Um, week one, I was disappointed as fuck. Because after all of the hype and after everything that went down this past year with the flag being thrown, we were expecting 
a Monday night football game against the Rams. The world wanted that game. What do we get? The fucking Texans in Houston week one. Then we're going to be back on the road. Actually, I take that back. Week one, we have the Texans at home. Okay, so that's not, it's a dome, dome opener. That's fine. I would have still rather played the Rams in Los Angeles week one, Monday Night Football. No doubt about it. Um, that should be that should be a, a blowout. I'm not going to say a blowout, but that should be a pretty easy game for us Monday night. We should start the season off with a win. And I say we, if it's your first time listening, I am a Saints fan. If not, you already knew. Week two, uh, the Rams, that's going to be the most watched game. No doubt about it. What sucks is that it's a 3 o'clock game. I don't know why it was not Sunday night football. It just blows my fucking mind. I don't understand. Um, Wow. Thanks, Roger. Uh, Week 3, we're going to be playing in Seattle. More big news. I'll squeeze this in while we're talking about Seattle. Russell Wilson 140 million dollars and then posted a video of it laying in bed with his wife Sierra after he got the contract. Four years, 140 million. Congrats, Russell Wilson. He is going to be rocking and rolling and shining. Always a great top quarterback pick in fantasy football. So congrats to Russell Wilson. If you hadn't heard that news already, there it is. Four years, 140 million. He's not going to the Giants, like all the rumors have been saying. So yeah. Fantastic, awesome contract, big, huge fucking contract. Money is good, Sierra's happy, love life's happy. Posting videos from bed, wild shit, Russell Wilson. <laughs> um, all right, Cowboys in week four at home, and that's going to be the 8-20 game. So on, let's see, September 29th, uh, bad, bad podcasting right here, guys. But I gotta make sure that this isn't what I think it is. Okay, yeah, no, Sunday night football. Okay, not bad. Sunday night football against the Cowboys in week four. So it's already good to see we have a Monday night game early and we have a Sunday night game early as well. Um then we get into our divisional game. So the first divisional game we're gonna have is gonna be against the Buccaneers and it's gonna be at home. Then we're gonna be going to Jacksonville. Then we're going to be going to Chicago in week seven. Then we're going to have Cliff Kingsbury's Cardinals in week eight at home, which is going to be interesting to watch. Um, a lot of people have been talking about Josh Rosen possibly going to the Chargers or going to the Giants, so be sure to keep an eye on that. We're going to be keeping an eye on that and talking a little more about it next week after we see what unfolds at the 2019 NFL Draft. Um, the Saints are going to have a bye on nine. And then we go back to the Dome, stay in the Dome, play in the Falcons. Then we're going to Tampa. And then we're going to have the Panthers at home. Then we're going back to Atlanta uh, November 28th. So that should be Thanksgiving, if I'm not mistaken. Um, If not, it should be Thanksgiving. Not 100% sure. Yeah, yeah. That's going to be Thanksgiving. So always fun to fry up some dirty bird on Thanksgiving. Um, And then after that one is done, we have the 49ers at home, which will be fun. 
We have the Colts at home, and then we end the season against Tennessee and away in Carolina. Not a bad schedule for a team that is itching to get their ass to the Super Bowl again. So excited for that one. Closing out with the Saints on the schedules. Uh, The full schedule release is available on NFL.com and everywhere the fuck else you can Google. So if your fingers work good, you'll find it. That is a guarantee. Um, But just uh, in getting excited, getting pumped up, NFL is back, especially once the schedule is released. That's when you kind of start realizing, like, okay, now it's time to slowly start sliding back into the mocks. It's time to start talking a little bit more. And then once that draft hits... This week on Thursday, next week on Thursday, that's when all hell breaks loose. Mock drafts start happening. People start going nuts. It's like everyone's like on fucking meth that's shaped in footballs, and they're just twigging the fuck out, and I'll be one of those people. <laughs> so it's uh, we're excited. If you haven't yet, get over to Sleeper, the Sleeper app. Uh, we use Sleeper for a lot of our leagues. And it's just a fun app. It's it's a great it's great. It's like it's like Reddit had a baby with uh, the ESPN fantasy app, basically. So um, you have you can play fantasy on the app, and then you have like chats, like you have chat rooms where you can talk about things that are happening with a bunch of users. Sleeper's awesome. Go download it. We have a channel on there. It's the Garage Guys Fantasy Sports channel, and inside the channel. You know, it is invite only. If you do want to be on the Garage Guys channel, hit me up on Twitter at Garage Guy Chase. I can get you a link to invite you to it. We're going to have some exclusive mock drafts that are going to be posted on there starting Thursday night. So we'll be recording the episode Thursday night right after the draft. The episode's going to drop next Friday. But we're also going to open up the floodgates on Sleeper on the Garage Guys channel for our drafts. Now, the cool thing about these mock drafts we're going to do is we're going to have a lot of different featured guests that are going to be mocking inside the channel. Um, in particular, the uh, the brand new uh, Dynasty League that we have started this year. It's a startup that we're doing. Um, a couple of people got together on Twitter. It's called the Fantasy Twitter Dynasty League. Very simple name. But uh, we got a great, great group of people in there. I've already uh, mentioned some of them on last week's show. I'll go ahead and do it again. We've got Mike Collins at Dynasty Trade FF, Polly Sleepers at Polly Sleepers, The Bauer Club FF, and his handle is The Bauer Club. BZB, the homie BZB is Da BZBFF, and that's B E E Z Y, Da D A. So it's D A B E E Z Y B F F. Uh, we have Kate Magnusik. It's at FF Ball Blast and Kate and Michelle Magnusik. Um, I'm like I said, I'm guessing they're sisters. I've got to briefly talk to Michelle a little bit. Um, I haven't spoke much with Kate, but uh, these two chicks are starting up a podcast called Ball Blasters. So go follow them. It's at FF Ball Blast and at Ball Blast Um E M. So go follow those two girls and uh, sub their pod. It's going to be fun to watch. Also, always love to see uh, chicks getting heavily involved in fantasy sports. Um, and it's it's a it's a hot time for for women in sports right now. So love the shit out of that. Uh, and they're smart as fuck too. They know what the hell they're talking about. So get over there and check that out. 
We've got the homegirl Rebecca Jones at Bronco Becca. Uh, Fantasy Football Stoner at Fantasy FB Stoner. Dynasty Price at Dynasty Price. Then we have Dynasty underscore IDP, and it's the same at Dynasty underscore IDP. Uh, Sam Lane, winner of the Scott Fish Bowl, uh, at FF Stompy. And uh, then we got myself, and then you can follow the league itself at Fantasy League A1. So we're going to be doing a lot of different things with this this Dynasty League starting next year. We're going to have some sub-leagues sub that are going to branch off of it. You can compete to get into the main um, it's going to be fun, and it's like I said, it's just a startup. So we have, you know, we're taking suggestions from the listeners, from from the Garage Fam, from all the other guys' podcasts that are in this league. Um, be sure to follow them, listen to their podcasts as well. I'm not the only one with ideas. Um, I love the hell out of you guys listening to me, but it's always also good to check out other people's content as well, just to kind of spread around and see, and you know, get a little bit of taste for what you like, what you don't like. Um, so definitely give them a follow, give the league itself a follow, going to be some awesome things transpiring, but some of those guys will be on the channel. You can mock draft with them. We're going to have some other big industry people as well. Um, and we're going to get them all together and we'll be doing updates each week on Twitter to, to, you know, say, Hey, this person's going to be doing mock drafts from this time to this time on this date. So if you want to mock with them, have a chat and conversation with them, get some ideas, you know, get some advice. You'll have that ability if you're subscribed to the channel. So if you want in to our channel on sleeper, you're listening to this now, go ahead Press pause or keep listening. I don't care. Hit me up on Twitter. Message me. Hey, send me a link to your Garage Guys channel. And I promise you, you guys know I'm responsive. I'll get that over to you ASAP always because I love you. And you already know. Okay. So, big announcement. NFL's out the way. I'm going to go ahead and do what I promised you. So, to tell a quick story, I'm going to take a sip of this uh, of this beverage. Red Bull gives you wings. Sugar-free, though. Okay, so I decided to get a vape. A um, few days ago, I was like, okay, I'm going to I'm gonna chill from the bud for a little bit. I'm going to try one of these vapes out. I got the vape. I tried the vape. Holy fucking shit. I went straight to outer space. This was, uh, this is some next-level shit. Um is different. I never really fucked with it before. I love it. It's instant. You could literally be at a mall. You could be at, I wouldn't recommend it. You could do this at fucking church if you wanted to. It is crazy. Okay. You could do this at Aunt Becky's 97th birthday party and nobody would know. You could do this at the movie theater. You can do it at the park. It doesn't matter where you are. This is the most convenient thing for any pothead in the world. Whoever invented vape, THC, is a fucking genius. So this shit is awesome. It's definitely a game changer. Um, I'm about to go to the cloud, and we are going to talk about 420 stuff. So here we go.
Oh, fuck. <coughs> Stink. Oh, good God. Oh, man. That thing gets hard. <coughs> Holy shit. All right. Happy 420. Okay, so, right now, you're probably high, like me, and you're wondering, what am I going to do today? What am I going to do to pass the time? So, I've put together a list of movies, and I've put together some snacks, and I've put together some things to do. First things first, let's talk about movies. Some of my favorite movies to watch when I am cloud surfing. Number one, Pulp Fiction. Fantastic movie, Samuel L. Jackson, Royale with Cheese, Uma Thurman dancing, 1950 style with John Travolta, snorting heroin up her nose crazy shit can't remember the guy's name that I want to remember Bruce Willis is in this plays a boxer um just shits all over the place Quentin Tarantino is the man go watch that movie and you'll just zone the fuck in um Marcellus Wallace is not a bitch never forget observe and report So this is a movie that I actually watched about six, five or six years ago and absolutely like I laughed my ass off literally for like an entire hour and a half. Um, it's got Seth Rogen in it. It's like one of his first films. Anna Faris is in it. She's fucking hilarious. They got these two twin Asian guys. And they remind me of Tweedledum and Tweedledee. And then, um, basically it's about this, like, really insane cop played by Seth Rogen. But he's not a cop. He's a mall security guy. And there's this guy that runs around, and they're trying to figure out who he is. And he's, like, streaking and, like, flashing his dick at, like, women. And they're freaking out. And they're like, oh, we gotta get this guy. And he's on the news cussing and shit. And he fucking gets left in the hood and then Danny McBride makes an appearance. It's just, it's fucking nuts. It's a funny ass movie. If you've never seen it, go watch it. Uh, Another classic, Pineapple Express. As you can tell, I'm a huge Seth Rogen fan. I love every movie Seth Rogen has pretty much. Like, they're all funny as hell. But Pineapple Express is just one of those movies that are just timeless. And especially for potheads. So, you know, it's 420. Everybody's probably watching Pineapple Express. Some may even say it's overrated, but it's okay. It is what it is. You should still check it out. It's always a great choice. TV shows. After I wet my whistle. Uh, one TV show that I feel like a lot of people know about but at the same time it's like 50 50 
I talked to some people who are like, oh my God, I love that show. And I talked to some people and they're like, what the fuck is that? Portlandia. Portlandia, it comes on like IFC. You can get it on Netflix. On the first episode, they literally, it's like this dude and this chick. And he's just like, hey, do you remember the 90s and how great it was? And she's like, yeah. And they just start talking about this shit. And then this song comes on. It's like, the dream of the 90s is alive in Portland. And there's like, um, there's like clowns and there's like uh, just really strange people. They're everywhere. There's like a choir and there's like um, some dudes riding a unicycle. Like it's, it's fucking nuts. Like you got to check this shit out. Um, and then they do little skits and like the first, the first skit that was like, like, I think their best skit that they have, like that everyone knows about is like, we can pickle that. So like literally you could think of something right now and that'd be like, it would just be like the guy with the stash and this girl. And he's just like, Oh, we can pickle that. So literally anything you just thought of, they're just going to be like, Oh, we could pickle that. It's fucking stupid, <laughs> but it's funny as hell. Um, so their, their show's great. I'm telling you guys, this, <laughs> this vape's good shit. Um, that 70s show, Ashton Kutcher, Mia Kunis. I can't remember the guy that plays Hyde. I can't remember the name of the girl that plays, I can't remember her name right now, um, I can remember, nope, forgot that too, anyway, great show, kids, they're in the 70s, it's good stuff, they're literally, like, they have scenes where they sit around in circles, and they just smoke, but they don't, they don't say they're smoking, but it's the implication, which leads me to my next show, it's always sunny in Philadelphia, that is the best show of all time, in my opinion. I don't care what anybody says. It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia is numero uno. No doubt about it. Best show. Love it. These narcissistic, wild people own a bar, and they do the most absurd shit you could ever imagine. On every episode, they just cook up something fucking insane. And I love every minute of it. And I would literally, and I probably will, if I didn't have so much to do today, and I'm out and about doing it right now, if I didn't have so much to do today, I would be laying on a couch watching It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, and I'd be binging that shit. So you know how I feel about that. Half-Baked is another timeless movie with Dave Chappelle. It's just a movie about a dude that smokes a lot of weed. Another one of those movies. So you know that you can't go wrong watching that on 420. Those kind of movies are always great. Cheech and Chong. It's just like that. Like I wasn't even going to say Cheech and Chong because it's just, you know, already. Um, TV show about smoking weed, High Maintenance. It comes on HBO. It's fucking crazy because every episode is just like... So... Best way I can explain it, it follows a pot dealer. Guy delivers weed, people, like, he just goes all over the city, does different shit. It literally goes episode to episode changing 
And it's just going into the lives of the people that buy weed from this guy. And it's just like this dude, everybody buys weed from this guy. And so it just goes into the lives of his clientele and all the crazy shit that his clientele does. Start it from season one. You won't regret it. It's on HBO. Dumb and Dumber, all time great. Mock, yeah. Ink, yeah. Bird, yeah. Fucking crazy shit. Movies. Jim Carrey is hilarious as hell in that movie. Um, I know the other guy's first name is Jeff. And I'm doing this without Googling anything. I'm just doing all this from from my head. That's how I'm doing I'm going primitive style with it just for my memory. Um, I cannot remember his last name. He's a great actor. If you're listening to this by some chance, I'm very sorry that I forgot your last name. And someone's going to tweet at me and be like, it was this. But I know your name is Jeff. I hope your name is Jeff. <laughs> um... Dumb and Dumber's Thomas Classic Farley Brothers stuff is always great. Um, best scene of Dumb and Dumber, in my opinion, would probably have to be when Harry gets his tongue... No. Not when he gets his tongue stuck on the thing. Um, the best scene is when Harry and Lloyd go to that ball and they're wearing blue and orange, just that whole scene and just how awkward that they did not fit into that party. And then the, him killing the owl is like the funniest shit ever. Dumb and dumber never can go wrong there. Uh, and, uh, bonus bonus one. It's not even a TV show. It's an entire channel. Um, I'm sure that vice land is a TV channel owned by Vice Media. Uh, Vice Land is, they do like a 420 special all day long. So you can just watch shows about weed, like Action Bronson and dudes cooking with weed and crazy shit. Go check that out, Vice Land. Shout out to Vice Land. Vice Land's a dope channel. I like them. Um, That was the bonus. And I do, I, I forgot one. Last movie. Um, and this is kind of just like a different one. I mean, it's just like a movie that's good to watch whether you're sober or high. It's just a great movie. But Goodfellas, watching Goodfellas when you're in the cloud is is always a great choice. I love Goodfellas. Good movie. All right, some snacks. Got to talk about the snackage. All right, so some things that like lately I've been on like like if I when I go to the cloud I like snowballs. Um, a lot of people don't really have access to snowballs because it's like a southern thing, like in, especially in like the New Orleans area. So snowballs are dope. Um, they have this company, the New Orleans Snowball Company. I'm pretty sure that's what it's literally called. And they are putting their snowballs in like pints, like ice cream. And they sell them in, in like grocery stores, gas stations, whatever. Literally flavors from strawberry to ice cream, which is my favorite flavor. It's yellow, uh, bubble gum, spearmint, strawberry, um, all of just the good original snowball flavors. You can literally buy that in a pint and eat that at your house. Uh, people from the South that are listening to this know how great condensed milk is on snowballs. 
they they call it the cream in the south um i call it condensed milk but it it's just it it makes that shit pop i don't know how to explain it any other way condensed milk on a snowball it's sweet as fuck like i've like tried to get off sugar and away from sugar so it i try to eat like healthier when i'm like munching now so it's tough to do it but at the same time it's just so damn enjoyable so can't go wrong with snowballs um Smart Pop popcorn is also like my chip of choice. If I'm going to shoot, I know it's not really chips, popcorn, but I just get like a big ass bag of Smart Pop, the white cheddar kind. That shit is like crack. I could literally eat like half a bag of that, no problem. And like just be like, not even feel bad about it. Just like, mm, well, shit was good. Um, When you get really, <laughs> when you get really hungry and you're munching hard, um, this is only acceptable on 420. You just go like straight to the refrigerator and just open up the deli meat and just eat that shit. You just get some deli meat, like some turkey, take some turkey, like some shredded cheese and sprinkle it on top, throw it in the microwave for like 10 seconds. Just melted cheese on some like warm deli meat turkey. Um, that's like if, if shit's hit the fan, like you go there. You you don't be afraid of it. You just do it. Pizza. It's fucking pizza. Shit is good as hell. Pizza. Great stuff. Um, And then, for some reason, I put ramen on this list. Um, And I think maybe I was just thinking, like, hey, I remember, like, when I was in school and I didn't have no damn money. And, like, I'd just be like, hmm, what should I eat? And that's all I really had. Um, I never really understood how the fuck people could eat ramen hard, like out the pack. It weirds me out to this day. I don't really get it or understand it. Like literally you just like walk in the lunchroom in a school. Like when I went to my, my high school, even when I was in college, I remember like people would be like in the cafeterias and shit, like eating a brick of fucking ramen. And I'm just like, what is wrong with you? Like for one, I hope you have dental for two. Like, you're eating raw noodles that are hard, and you're opening up a pack of salt and shit, and you're just dumping it on there. Like, I don't I don't understand it. I don't get it. Ramen is good when it's made at a restaurant. <laughs> like, I don't know. Onion soups to shit at, like, Japanese restaurants. Love that. Sushi. Good stuff. Ramen. Don't eat it dry out the pack. Like I said, you have your bowl of that with your turkey and melted cheese. If you're like in like a in a pinch, there you go. Go to Chili's if you can, because this is the ultimate. Go to Chili's today at some point. Go to a Chili's near you. Bacon ranch quesadillas. That shit will set your soul on fire. Get the three for ten deal or whatever. And get you a little appetizer. I recommend the Texas uh the Texas fries. They have like cheese and jalapenos on them. I recommend that. Get you a bacon ranch quesadilla and then top it off with the uh skillet cookie. 
It's literally a cookie in a small skillet, and there's just like a scoop of vanilla ice cream on top of it. Shit will change your life. Don't eat it every day, though, because you will get fat. Don't do that. Eat it only sometimes. Shout out to Chili's for making that shit happen. All right, last but not least. And guys, I applaud you if you have kept up this long because this is real deal chase shit right here. Like, this is real. This is no no faking. This is 100% cloud. You're experiencing it, you're experiencing it with your ears right now. Um, these are some things that I would do today. Um, some things that I enjoy doing when I go to the cloud. For one, if it's a sunny, nice day, which it should be, it's somewhere in America today, somewhere where one of you are listening to this right now, it is a nice day outside. It's warm. It's sunny. Um, you know, the winds, it's slight breeze, go to a park and just go bring you a blanket and just lay out under the fucking sun and bring you some music, like some good, nice, like chill music, like laid back stuff and just lay there and just think about random stuff. Just think about like your life, think about people in your life, think about what you're grateful for, think about what you don't like that's going on, think about how to fix that, how to, you know, have a solution to that, um, just think about everything and meditate, um, but I'm, I know, like, you know, being in the cloud and all, people, you know, you know, just using, using marijuana, you know, getting high, people think about it as, like, a bad thing sometimes, and, I don't, I don't really see it that way. Like I I do look at it as a medicine and I look at it as just kind of like a way to, you know, lay back and, and just kind of relax your, you know, you, you get a massage to relax your muscles. This is a way to relax your brain. And this is a way to just kind of like regather and, you know, learn, understand things and take things in, in a different perspective. So it's a beautiful thing and being able to meditate and just having a nice day outside and you really can, you know, get to the root of some things going on in your life. And I just think it's an awesome thing to do. So, you know, a lot of you today are going to be sitting inside and watching TV, chilling out and that's cool. There's nothing wrong with that shit. I dig it. But if you want to change a pace, I'm telling you, go try that out. Um, Something else you can do. Let's see here. I had this little list I wrote down. Swimming or a hot tub. There's nothing like relaxing in a hot tub. Whether you are high or not. But if you are high on 420, chilling in a hot tub is cool for a little bit. But when you mix that shit in, and this might be super horrible for you, but getting out of the hot tub and then going to get into a cold swimming pool, shit is wild. Love it. Go swim somewhere if it's hot enough where you're at. Um, you know, go to the beach or go to a pool near you. I recommend an, an in-ground pool, the diving board. That's just the way to go. Um, 
There's nothing like a nice in-ground pool. People get above-ground pools. I have no hate for you guys. Just don't think they look that cool. In-ground pools all the way. Uh, hot tubs all the way. Waterfall pools. Those shits are tight. They're insane. I got to, had the pleasure of swimming in one of those. It was just You just want to stay underneath that fucking waterfall all day long. Good stuff. Go swim. Go hot tubbing. Go jacuzzi and whatever you want to do there. Uh, another one that is good for like meditation in the mind, float tank. Um, if you listen to Joe Rogan's podcast or, you know, you study anything as far as meditation goes or, um, you know, a lot of different type of things as far as like reaching consciousness, understanding things, um, like, uh, just getting to the root of things, just embracing, you know, spirituality, whatever. Float tank is awesome. Um, you literally get butt ass naked and you lay in this tank. It's filled with, uh, with water and salt. And, uh, there's like 800, uh, pounds, I think of Epsom salt in the float tank. And so your body, there's so much salt that you'll float in the water. There's not a lot of water in there, but you'll float in it. But then the water is heated to the same temperature of your body. So you can't feel anything really after like so long. Normally about after like three to four minutes for me, like I can't feel anything. The float tank will literally just eliminate everything. There's no distractions anymore. You know, I've heard that just your body is a distraction. Um you know, just even sitting alone, undistracted that we would think we're still distracted because we have our thoughts, you know, we have, um, and then those thoughts can create physical things. It's just weird. But when you literally isolate it down to just thoughts itself and like, you can't see anything, you can't really smell anything. You have this one constant smell. That's all you have. There's nothing else. So you can't see anything. You can't hear anything. You have one smell. And it's just the voice in your head. You, If you have your eyes open, after about 10 minutes, you start kind of like seeing different colors and stuff. Like you kind of like visualize things differently. And this is my experience when I was sober. When I, when I was, uh, I wasn't under the influence of, of, uh, of, I had no, no, no pot. And it was, it was strange. Like it was, it was my, my first time that I did it. And, uh, you know, it really kind of like got me to this point where I was like, wow, you know, I'm intrigued, you know, I want to do more. I want to learn more about this stuff. And then I went and did it a second time and I, I smoked and I got, I got the freaking salt water in my eye. So it was not a good experience. Uh, I went back a third time and, um, I had smoked, but it was early in the day, so I just had kind of more of like, you know, relaxation. It was more like, you know, a CBD feeling. And I got into the tank, and it was the best experience I ever had. Um, it was my second real time just kind of like taking things in. So if you're using CBD or you want to do something like kind of after the, you know, your your high goes down, I would go check out a float tank. Um, it's normally about 50 bucks. They They have various locations all around the U.S. Go find you a float tank. Go lay in there for an hour. Don't 
add music, don't have lights, just go all in 100%, you know, strip down, get in the tank, lay there, no sound, no nothing, and just see what your brain can cook up. It's amazing. And when you get out of that thing, you feel rejuvenated like you've never felt in your life. Like your muscles feel better. Your skin feels better. Your, your brain is like rested. It feels like you got like sleep for like 24 to 48 hours almost. It's just like this amazing cleansing feeling. So go find you a float tank. Um, they're awesome. They're also called sensory deprivation tanks. Uh, last one I'll mention, go check out an art museum. Art museums are really getting to a point to where I feel like a lot of people aren't really going. Art museums are awesome. You get to see artwork from local artists or, you know, world famous artists. Um, and you don't even understand what can come of just going to an art museum. So me being a fantasy football analyst and, you know, me being, you know, a host of a podcast and like, you know, just kind of, you know, these are the things that I'm into. Like you would think an art museum would be like the last place I wanted to go. And I thought that that was true until I went and visited an art museum. So I went and checked out an art museum and like, I didn't even know what the fuck I was looking at. And then I got to this point to where I started like walking around and I started seeing these pictures. I was like, you know, like, wow, like, you know, a picture kind of jumped out at me and like, I would look at it and I would interpret it in my own way. And that's the beauty of art is like, you can relate to images, but you can look at something and it can make you feel a certain way. And you can be like, holy shit. Like, you know, this is an emotion I've got just from like looking at this photo. So it's really cool to check out. You can learn a lot about like yourself and your emotions and your feelings in an art studio or just in a, you know, an art museum studio, whatever, a gallery. If you just go view one of those, get you some wine and cheese while you're at it and, you know, talk to really, uh, pretentious people that just stroke their chin and say, "Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Cause those people do exist. But yeah, on a real note, uh, checking out art was awesome. We have an, an exhibit in, uh, down here in NOLA, um, it's at the art museum and it's like world art. So I went and checked out like a lot of the, uh, the stuff from like Asia, like, um, around trying to think of the exact location. Um, I don't know, man, it was just in Asia. It was like a lot of the Asian artwork. Um, and it was just kind of like they had, you know, some of the, uh, I guess you say like Hinduism statues and different things like that. And, uh, there was also, what was it? Um, they had a lot of the, uh, the Mongolian artwork. That's what I was going for. Mongolian artwork. Um, and then they had like the artwork from, uh, like Mesopotamia, like it's a, a lot of wild different things. Like you can just see the cultures, of people that are, you know, around the world and how things are so different than America. Um, so really cool stuff to see. I would go check out an art museum or studio if you have one near you. So that's all I've got guys. I want to thank you for bearing through that. And if you're in the cloud right now, you didn't bear through anything because you're right where I'm at. So take all of that in. This has probably been one of the most revealing 
podcast episodes that I've done in a long time. And I dig every minute of it because I like being me. And I like being me for the people listening to this show. Nothing but love for you guys. Thanks for listening in. Enjoy your day. Relax. Have a good one. You deserve that shit. Get ready for next week. NFL Draft Nashville, Tennessee. We're going to be talking about the first round. Um, All the hot selections, all the questions that you have will finally be answered. And we'll be able to discuss that. Um, So get ready for that one. And then, other than that, be in NASCAR next weekend. I'll be in Talladega covering all of that with Roto Baller. Have all that stuff up there for you guys. Um, Thanks for listening. Thanks for being Garage Fam. Smoke up. Enjoy 420. See you next week. Sports. Party. Repeat.